0: Welcome to Supervision with a Vision. Today, Heather and I are talking about how we are going to manage for every day rather than managing for the weekend. This week, we read Stop Managing for the Weekend, published in Psychology Today, 2020. Heather, the first point in our article was the importance of clarity in managing and in supervising. At mm-hmm. the
1: very beginning, when I'm talking with a supervisee before we've even done a contract, I'm asking, what is their goal? And often, I get to complete my hours. Sure. Yeah, like, okay, that's not... It's a good goal. It's, it's, <laughs> it needs to happen. Yeah, realistic. But it's not really what I'm asking. What I'm really asking is, what are you hoping to gain? Why me over a different supervisor? What am, mm-hmm. what are you hoping I bring to the table? And then also just asking, as we're planning this time together, what is the
0: map? Where are we yeah. going? I think, Heather, exactly what you're saying, I think is important. And the longer I've been a supervisor, I realize that can be a breaking point. Right. If their goal does not match my goal, recognizing, again, that they're going to come you know with their right. primary goal is get my hours and actually truthfully that's my primary goal too but I want them to get their hours right. but if our goals don't match reasonably well that might be a good reason to say
1: let me tell you I know this other supervisor that right might be we're a not a good fit, fit. right
0: mm-hmm. so you said it starts in the very beginning what does it look like as you're working with a client over the next right 3, and I think hours? it can
1: shift and change sometimes after a year or so maybe the goals shift maybe the plan needs to change because now they want to pursue a specialty now they need more supervision in a different area we haven't explored before so you have to be willing to flex that map mm-hmm. and say we're going to get there a different way thinks they've experienced more and they change their mind oh like, sure oh i never mind i don't want to do this i actually don't want to be in private practice i only yeah. want to work in a hospital setting and if that's the case that i'm not the supervisor for them they mm-hmm. might need a different type of supervisor
0: mm-hmm. i think i sometimes have supervisees that maybe start wanting to use their supervision time to do some of their own counseling mm-hmm. that can happen, or they shift and they want to ask a lot of business related questions. I'm okay with some of that, yeah. but if it becomes the main focus every time, every week you're talking about those yeah. things, right? I have to get them back on track and say, Next time, come ready to, to uh, talk about these specific clients. I want right. to come back to these, right? I've been thinking about them, you mentioned them, and now I'm I'd like to address that again. So, I sometimes for clarity and focus, right? We'll sometimes do that, rein it back in for mm-hmm. them. Well, it's been a while now. I had a supervisee, they were busy with lots of things, life, counseling, they weren't getting that many hours. Oh. And one way that we sat down and had some clarity with each other and refocused was we talked about how many hours they had, how many hours they needed, how many hours they were getting each week, mm-hmm. and got the calculator out, right. said, okay, we need to refocus in order to reach our goal. Because right. the ultimate goal is to get 3,000 hours and finish those internship right. or associate hours. Now. Right. Uh, Heather, the next point in the article was that a supervisor or manager's role is to provide fuel right. for the people they're managing or supervising. How do you do that?
1: I think so much of it's about motivation. I love mm-hmm. what you just talked about. You got out the calculator and said, okay, so it'll take you seven years to get your hours <laughs> at this rate. Well, I mean, that is a motivating tool. Mm-hmm. But also, you know, pursuing with that individual, because so much motivation is based on who you're motivating. Mm-hmm. What were their goals three years after a licensure? And mm-hmm. are they still on track for that? Those type of motivations can be important. Mm-hmm. I had the experience of a supervisee where the last people in in the world he wanted to work with were teenagers but he ended up at an internship where he did a lot of work with families and blended families mm. well, a lot of blended families have teenagers right and he realized that he was avoiding teenagers because he never thought he knew what to do with them mm-hmm. but he was really good at it right and we kind of shifted a little bit and his motivation then was to learn more and to become comfortable and confident he was good at it and he didn't even know it mm-hmm. just the way he interacted so it was finding that motivation for him to say uh you actually are great at this work.
0: The way that I do this, and I'd really I'd be worried for myself, I think, and I'd have to question myself being a supervisor if I lost this. I get so excited about being a counselor. Yes. Yes. Learning something new, Mm -hmm. counseling related. I get so excited when a client has positive change or you see something new happen and it feels like, yes, we're doing this. We're Mm -hmm. right. It counseling works. Right. I think that's something that I bring to supervision, uh, management when I'm managing people and I I don't think I would be. I'd want to be a supervisor anymore if I lost that. No, I think that would be very difficult. And I don't think I would. I would bring that fuel right to those situations. Mm -hmm. I I know I've talked about it. uh, That's one of the reasons I like to do rounding or staffing with a multidisciplinary team, so that we do get to, as a group, Mm -hmm. almost like witness each other's successes. Right. I do get totally excited when somebody says, "And they're doing great," or Mm -hmm. they confronted their mom with this thing that they've been wanting to say, or they reached out for help when they needed it. I'm like, yes! Right, we're doing good work. And That's it shows. what we were going right. for, yeah. Right. I just don't think I'd be at all interested in managing or supervising if I didn't feel that right. energy or excitement. Mm-hmm. And it would, it would totally reflect in the quality of supervision that I was providing.
1: Absolutely. I think it would shift everything. I think there are people that are cut out for supervision and being supervisors and those that aren't and just have no interest whatsoever. No matter mm-hmm. if they've been in the field 10, 20 years, they don't have that passion for supervising. They mm-hmm. may have it for other things.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, that makes me think back on some supervisors I had in the very beginning. I My first couple of settings were tough settings. And one of my supervisors that was provided through school said to me something to the effect of, oh, I don't know what I would do. That's why I'm in private practice. Oh, okay. And ju- he just had no energy or excitement for what I was doing. Right. I wasn't interested. And I felt so defeated. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what I was I excited for. Right. right? <laughs> so you're not excited about it. Right. How do I get excited about it? He probably wasn't the right supervisor. If I had been able to choose, I would not have chosen him. Right. And maybe someone who was in private practice, he would have been the perfect right. supervisor for them. Mm-hmm. Heather, uh, the last point in our article this week, get involved. What does that mean as a supervisor, as a manager, if you're not just managing and supervising for the weekend just to get it done and right. be gone, <laughs> check it, check the box and say you've done supervision for the week. What does getting involved look like? So
1: I read that as know your supervisee and know their why. So Sometimes they're going to be in a position where they really are getting the hours, Mm -hmm. but they're not really pursuing their passion. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, know your people you're working with and do the work with them. You cannot supervise effectively if you've not related to what they're doing. That's why if someone comes to me and they're like, I only want to be a cognitive behavioral therapist. I'm like, nice to meet you. Let me give you some other people's names because that's not what I do. So
0: do you mean connected to your supervisees as counselors, but also as human beings? Right. So I know you have have a supervisee right now with younger kids. Mm-hmm. You ask about the kids. Mm-hmm. Connect you, to how
1: their week was. What are they sure, doing?
0: Helping to know what's going on for your supervisee in right. overall right. At, as a counselor, as mm-hmm. a parent. Mm-hmm. And then you're saying the same is true of their counseling setting, that you yes. wanted to be involved. You know the culture of mm-hmm. their counseling setting, what their counseling activities are there. Right.
1: What they, Why they're there. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes you have people that are there because it just was a good fit.
0: just took a job because I
1: needed a job right I need a job and they're giving me my 40 hours a week so I'm done um which can be okay in the short run sometimes but if you want to see that rocket fuel created then you're going to need to see the connection between their passion and their Mm -hmm. work like Mm -hmm. what are they are they working with a client base they want to are they finding their work interesting are they learning something new for me learning is always a big thing Mm -hmm. those are the things that I think spark me being involved in their lives to then support them in the ways they might need to be supported
0: Mm -hmm. I think about getting involved also, I think it helps them to create their energy and be excited, but it helps me too. Yes, Uh, I think a big value add that I bring to supervision or managing counselors or clinicians, I know what's going on in the community around me Mm -hmm. and I have a feel for new books that are coming out, new trainings that are available. So if someone says I feel like I'd like to know a little more about addressing body image, Mm -hmm. I would go, oh, well did you know there's this online training Or did you know this organization's got this webinar that's coming up? that I would be able to do that. So important. It's a valuable resource. Mm -hmm. Uh, I can do that within the community too. I would say, um, I think recently I was talking to a supervisee whose client was minimizing her need for counseling to prioritize her child's need in counseling. And I said, oh, there are resources out there for kids to get counseling for very inexpensively. Here are three names Mm -hmm. of agencies where this kid could go and get counseling and still be allow mom to prioritize her own counseling mm-hmm. if finances is the issue.
1: Right, and it shifts the whole dynamic because you've mm-hmm. just added a layer of support they didn't even know mm-hmm.
0: existed. To me, that's part of what I think about when I think of get involved is that I continually grow and learn and mm-hmm. am involved and engaged in the community so that I'm bringing that to my supervisees. I do it because, and make sure that they know that I'm doing it because it also teaches them the value right. of doing that themselves. Right. Being involved being aware, continually Mm -hmm. learning. Uh, Heather, today we talked about not managing or supervising for the weekend, but making, managing, and supervising a part of your everyday that you enjoy. Thanks today for listening to Supervision with a Vision. You've been listening to Supervision with a Vision. Head on over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. Be sure to check us out on Facebook and Instagram at Therapy Academy to join the conversation and get show notes. We'll be back next week with more Supervision with a Vision.